Welcome to the Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Rick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. Hey, Caleb. So in this episode, we wanted to talk about something that you've been doing, getting some experience with that we think might be useful to other people, and that is generating synthetic or sample data using ChatGPT mm-hmm. um, in order to populate data in a data model for a Power BI report. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think this – as, well, first of all, it works well, um, and then second, I think that there's there's a lot of different uses for this, you know, that you could that people could leverage. Um, for us, you know, what we're doing is um, taking taking models and stuff and putting fake data in it, models that we already have built, right. putting fake data in it so that we can have uh, like some sample reports. Yeah, and I think actually it'd be interesting to talk about that use case because. There are a lot of sole practitioners out there, Power BI experts, who get hired by companies to build Power BI reports. And one of the challenges, I would imagine, as one of those guys, I mean, we've had it too as a company, is to be able to show samples of your work, mm-hmm. but not show customer reports or data. Right. Um, and so the work you've been doing is to take a, a few really choice da- dashboards and completely anonymize them. Mm-hmm. Different logo, different company name, completely different data, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, you know, customer names and all that stuff. And that would have been really difficult to do. There, there have been data generating tools in the past, but it's amazing. It seems like the results you're getting with uh, ChatGPT are, are really good. Seems so silly that you can't find fake data, but it was really difficult. Like. Um, you might be able to find certain things here or there, like some fake names or something or a fake address, but finding a list of a thousand of them, um, is really hard to do number one. And then you always have these other things that you need to change or, um, populate. And it's not like there, there's just masses, massive amounts of fake data out there for you to just go download. It just, that right. just was not there. Right. So that, that's the hardest part when you're doing that is finding fake data, right? It's not it's not the you know putting the data into the model or um, obviously you've already got visuals in and and a model for that matter, but um, it's actually getting the fake values to yeah. be able to, to put in there. It's hard. Well, and you could generate a column of fake numbers or random numbers, even within a range or whatever, in Excel. But getting data that actually is interesting and looks like maybe real life without using real life data, that I think that becomes the hard part. Yeah, it's really difficult. I think, you know, one of the other things that we used to do was um, you could just hash things, you know, using like a like cryptography. You could just hash a value. Um, obviously that would look really bad in a report. Right. Um, but that was the fastest, easiest way to do it. Yeah. But with now with chat GPT, you can ask for exactly what you want. Give it some samples of what you're after the types of fake data, like the types of values. Um, and it'll generate a list for you. You can say, I need a hundred of these. I need a thousand of these, whatever you want. And it, gives you a, a file. So are you using the chat GPT interface or are you using the GPT-4 API? Uh, I'm not using the API. Um, I'm just using the interface. Um, now, when one thing, if you do this, one thing you don't want to do, which may be why you asked the question, 
um, is put in samples that are actually real. Like yeah. <laughs> don't put in a person's name right. as a sample for, for the model. So, or you for chat GPT. So you have to produce some fake data just manually. Yeah. Or, or just ask it like a lot of times. So only on specific things. So if you needed something to replace, um, or to load into your model, let's say you have like a location code or something, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of times those codes are somewhat descriptive, so you don't want those in, in the data anyway. Right. Um, so, but you still want to keep the code because it's you've probably built, built a report that has like location code in there and it's formats certain width. Um, so what I would do is say, okay, I need, give me a list of like 5,000 codes and they need to be four characters and give it a little bit of description for what it, what it's going to produce for you. And yeah. then we'll bring it back and I don't have to give it any real data yeah, for yeah. any of that. And then for other really easy things like email addresses, it's simple as give me a list of 500 fake email addresses and it just it gives them to you yeah that's great i hope they're fake <laughs> <laughs> they sure look fake it's like at at uh the ats are really funny ridiculous names. yeah they're ridiculous right. okay so that's pretty cool have you run into any problems where you wanted more data than it was able to give you because of the um size limitations of how much it could return uh, no, not really. Um, but that's kind of where the second part of doing this comes in. Like chat GPT is not going to be able to generate, you know, millions of rows for you. Uh, but it, it will give you some values that then you can write some other code to like expand it. So if you get 500 unique values yeah, and you need to create a fact table, for example, you just have each of those values repeat a thousand times, like on a different day. Right. Oh, and I then you, okay. and then, so you're using that different tool to do that and to do that, like yeah. to blow it up. But are you just um, writing some Python code or what, what are you doing to? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah. And so if you're, let's say you're taking an existing report and you want to completely anonymize it, obviously on the UI portion of the report, you're going to have a different company name and different logo and things like that, maybe change the colors. But how do you know what data you need? To, from the data model, and then how do you get that into the Power BI report? What data you need from the model? So, like, I know that you look at the PBIX file mm -hmm. and actually look at the model itself. Mm -hmm. How how do you look at that? What tool are you using? And then how do you populate it? Gotcha. So, the way, first of all, I just, you know, look through Power BI just in its interface, um, and I'm looking for columns that do have sensitive data in it. Um, and those are the things that you need to start, you know, figuring out that you need to People's generate names, values addresses, for, right? Yeah, phone right, exactly. whatever, yeah. Um, so company names. Yeah, that's step number one. Um, and then what you want to do is you take your fake data. Um, I put it into a data lake. Uh, I write whatever sort of Python on it, as we just mentioned, um, to ultimately get it into the either generate the rows that I need. Um, or do whatever else I want to do with it at that point. Uh, and then you just connect. I'm using Azure, so I use an Azure Synapse serverless SQL, and I just connect to the Parquet files that are coming out of my Python um, that I've loaded into that lake. And then you have your whole, you know, you just got your your model that was there in Power BI now just has completely different I see. data in it. So you're not going into the guts of the PBIX, the, uh, the I know it's not an XML type file, but you're not no. going yeah, yeah, no, you can't really do that. It's interesting. Like Power BI uh, compresses data really well. Yeah. Um, example, it might be 200 megabytes. When you load it into your, or when you open that file, um, 
it might consume a gig of memory. Okay. So it's it's like uncom- decompressed and yeah. that stuff. Um, for when it's running queries and stuff. The uh, so it's, so if you look, you can go look at like the raw compressed files. It's just you you're know, not going to make sense. Tell, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know what's going on in there. Um, but one thing you can do is if you have the model open, you can use like a tool like DAX Studio or yeah. even SSMS to connect, run some DAX queries against those tables. Um, and then you can view the data that's in there and do th- do things with it. When you say DAX queries, you mean SQL queries or actual like DAX queries? Legit DAX queries okay. that return like a table. So gotcha. Like, you know, okay. Summarize a or summarize table. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that sounded pretty technical. Um, if someone is not sort of a data lake aficionado, but they're a good uh, Power BI person, what method might you advise them to take? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is it is very technical. Like that's tough, and that's for a pretty specific use case, right? Yeah. If you got a report, but you want to put some fake data in it so that it it's anonymous, right? Nobody knows who it was for, you know. Anyway, um, so if you don't really have those skills, you, honestly, right now you're kind of you're kind of sol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what I would use, but what I would think about doing instead is describing the tables that you have in your model and seeing if ChatGPT can give you like a CSV. That looks exactly like those with fake data in it. Okay. Um, Because then you can just connect directly to those files instead of um, whatever your Power BI file was originally connected to. Um, I would also, I think you could use that also to to work different types of models. Like one thing that that is tricky that we've handled, I don't know, it's been many years since um, we came up with this method, but one of the hardest things to do in a tool like Power BI is create a, accounts receivable report, like an aging right. report. Um, that's a dynamic that you can select like, okay, yesterday what was the aging about the day before, you know, that you can select that. Because of the time logic, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very difficult. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's a specific way you need to model your data to be able to make that work. And you could use ChatGPT to create you some files so you can get some practice. Oh, interesting. With some of these more difficult model types. Oh, yeah. Right. So it could, so this actually this technique could be a good way to do training. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, how else? What other use cases would this have? And so there's training. There's maybe testing edge cases to see how your your report looks and performs with it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of the problems I just ran into with a client uh, last week was um, a problem with real level security, where there were some blanks in some ID fields in our dimensional mm. model. Uh, which wasn't a problem until we created a specific type of report, and then the role level security actually was removing some of those because we had, we had, um, we were basically getting rid of rows uh, that were other employees that were not you who you should see right yeah, as the yeah. report viewer near security, um, and those rows were just blank. So anyway, the you just had some. We just had to make some tweaks to the underlying data, but that's a really good use case of where you could see where a problem might occur if you're, if you don't have really good referential integrity in your model all the way through. Um, so yeah, like dirty data, things like that. Yeah. Have it generate you some of those things and see how it works in power BI and how you can fix it. Yeah. That'd be a great idea. Would you say that being able to use ChatGPT to do this made it so this is something that people can do easily and commonly as compared to before you were saying before the tools were just, not great for doing this. Is it, it easy now or is it still kind of a slog? Uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's totally seamless yet, but it's, you know, 
it's enabled you to actually do it without pulling your hair out. Yeah. So that's a big win, a big step forward. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would actually be really interested to see if, you know, you asked chat GBT to describe a model, like a dimensional model for something like AR aging, right. you know, how would it do it? Sales transactions or whatever. Yeah. See what it comes up. Oh, with. that's interesting actually. So yeah, your example is way better because that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. And then, and then start throwing all the hard things you know about it. Right. And see what it comes up with. That's, that's pretty cool. I should have put a disclaimer at the front of this one, technical, <laughs> technical yeah. material ahead. Um, that was interesting. All right. Well, good discussion. Thanks. Yeah.